In the event that you find the accused guilty, the bench will not entertain a recommendation for mercy. This kid is guilty, pal. It's as plain as the nose on your face. So why don't we stop wasting our time here? We're gonna all get sore throats if we keep it up, you know. Here we go, everyone. Not guilty. Not guilty. guilty. (laughs) What's up, everybody? It's the Not Guilty Podcast, the podcast where three friends, amigos, if you will, will talk about the movies we love, even when the world tells us not to. That's right. These movies are Rotten Tomatoes that we like. This week, we're talking about a movie from 2009. And... uh, Behelmed by the director of Napoleon Dynamite fame and Nacho Libre, Jared Hess, brought to you by Kyle. Yeah, it's the iconic movie, Gentleman Broncos. Oh, it's the iconic movie film, Gentleman Broncos. This is Alex. This is Kyle. And this is Gentleman Chris. Ah. And so, uh, you know what? Let's dive right into it. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, let's get some of this Halloween candy out. All right. Yeah, you know what? Happy Happy November, everyone. Happy yep. Reformation Day. <laughs> and uh and happy uh I know there's like a Canadian Thanksgiving or something somewhere that in was, there. That uh, was a couple weeks ago. Ah, okay. You missed it. Did I really? Yeah, <laughs> you did. What? Okay. Well, you know what? All that matters is that turkey got eaten. Yeah? Do they do that there? Uh, yeah. You know what? Um, okay. So this week we're talking about a movie called Gentleman Broncos. Kyle, why did you right. bring this to the movie table? <laughs> well, so here's the deal. I have a kind of a weird relationship with this movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, growing up homeschooled. All right. Uh, when I saw is this, is that m- your? Uh, is that the name of your your um, my memoir? Memoir. Yes, yes. it is. Okay. Yeah. Growing up homeschooled by Kyle Dernigan, a memoir. Uh, anyway, as you know, I grew up homeschooled, and so when I saw this movie. There was a part of me that was like, this is so accurate. This, <laughs> like, there's many, there's a ton of characters in this movie that remind me of people I grew up with and going to homeschool co-ops and all that jazz. And, but the oh, other, cause yeah, he's homeschool. He, it is. He oh, okay. is. Yeah. Okay. And so the now other, it. but the other part of me is like, this movie is terrible. So I, I'm bringing this to the table to kind of pretty much help Shh. me figure out if this is a movie that's good or not, because I'm kind of cut in half because I really love this movie because it is so relevant. Like it's so, I don't know. It just portrays a very weird part of my life and the people that I grew up with. So, So so depending on how we sway you, this could be potentially a unanimous guilty. Not how you sway me. Okay. Cause you can never sway me. That's uh, that's my memoir. Uh, you can never sway me. Um, I like it. I can't and wait. Chris will find yours out. Well, let's see if we can sew you back up together as yeah. one human being yeah. by the end of this. Hopefully, and help think through it. Uh, they, they stole one of my nads. Let's just say this. <laughs> uh, and uh, Chris, have you looked at the uh, Rotten Tomato score? Have you seen <laughs> what we what we're what we're dealing with here? Also, it's not a great uh, reviewed film. For the not record, I uh, did me. not bring my laptop, so my research skills will be a little stunted. Okay. But I believe well, it's, I think I can trust you maybe guys. Maybe you can do to, your pocket laptop it's a, called a, an iPhone phone. <laughs> uh, Listeners, for the a, record, I'm doing that right now. It's a uh, 19% <laughs> 
Yes. By the way, nineteen percent audience the... score forty three. Okay. So yeah. audience. I don't know why I'm doing more. this because apparently you guys already looked at it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was we just, just asking. wanted to. We just I actually to had the it pulled up when I asked. Just trying to loop you into the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, That's oh. all. That's all we're driving at. Well, let me say this. Um, I think all three of, without giving away anything, I think all three of us in the past few episodes have really uh, brought out the big guns. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean. <laughs> Maybe not so much me. Accurate. I think mine was just kind of bad. It wasn't crazy. It was just kind of bad. But it ended up well for me. Yeah. So we'll yeah, see. It didn't end up too well for me. No. Uh, sh- uh, hey, you haven't watched it. I was to say it. Shanghai Noon. You haven't watched it since hey. the episode, have you? <coughs> I haven't. I um, honestly... You know what? I'm in, I'm in movie, it's in movie jail. I've you're on house arrest. To. Yes. I would do a Shanghai Noon. That was a. I liked that movie. I, I was about to say Shanghai Noon. That's a good one. Owen Wilson. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And Jackie Chan. Classic. You didn't say piss. <laughs> what? <laughs> you said white shirt bambar. Not, I don't remember what he said. All right. Uh, moving on. Gentlemen Broncos. Uh, it's been out for about 10 years. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Jared Hess has definitely a style we like to call in Earth. And so... He has a style, and you guys have seen. I've never seen Gentleman Broncos before today. Um, Chris, have you ever seen Gentleman Broncos before today? No. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Kyle, have you ever seen Gentleman Broncos? I have, and I. This is why I wanted to watch it because I think I remember you guys saying you've never seen it. Yes. And so watching it by yourself, I think, would not have been gone well. <laughs> so I wanted to watch it as a group. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, and uh, and and so. Napoleon Dynamite. I think we've all seen that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, yeah. uh, when was the last time you guys watched uh, Napoleon Dynamite? Probably six, seven years ago. Okay. About five. About five I watched it relatively recently, probably the past two years or so. Um, was not a big fan the fifth time around. Mm. So it uh, definitely has diminished over time. I actually was a bigger fan of Nacho Libre the most recent time I saw it. Interesting. Um, it to, to me, I think the Nacho Libre movie is a little bit more mainstream than some of the other movies. Well, you it, know was, I mean? it was Nickelodeon. Yeah. Well, Nickelodeon. I mean, I mean, like, still for Jared Hess, you take Napoleon Dynamite. Gentleman Broncos is a lot more in the same vein as Napoleon Dynamite. Oh yeah. Than Nacho Libre. This is like going deeper he, into the he world of Napoleon in. Dynamite. He yeah. dove right in. Yeah. So I, uh, in trying to find coin a term to describe his style i've come up with adam west anders sandler <laughs> that is perfect adam is west correct? sandler what was the last part adam um, west sandler adam west anders sandler although i'm now i'm sort of leaning towards maybe west adam sandler there works better yeah uh that's very true it's kind of like a budget uh west anderson movie a lot of poop jokes there was a lot of gross out humor in this. Of... i was not prepared for that <laughs> yeah, listen y'all either. it was 2009 all right <laughs> 2009. so what gross out humor was king um all right uh for the audience i did i have pulled a movie clip that i just want to share that um that really sums up the essence of of what you're going to experience in this movie. Oh no! And um, and so just take a listen and enjoy this. Hey, Bonnie, can you squirt me some of that lotion we just bought? 
All right, get get a get a solid mic all the way up on that. <laughs> Can you give me a hand massage? Look. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I'm like. Yeah, I can do that. Wait, why? <laughs> no, you don't have to do that. <laughs> and uh, listen, as a homeschooled <laughs> kid, you didn't know what you to were like, do. You just dreamed of the. Hold on, listen. You thought this was flirting. You just dreamed of the day a girl was gonna ask you to hand massage her. All right, hold on. Listen to this. All right, that. All right, so that that enough. I'm like, wow. Okay, what's so in this scene? What's... He starts. He starts like humming this in her ear. I know. <laughs> I was there I was for the listeners. For the oh, listeners. Okay. okay, just so you know. And then now he's chewing in her ear. <laughs> Why? Listen, it's called ASMR. <laughs> yeah, this is a trend. And uh, no, ben is, I really ben is looking very concerned. <laughs> so. This this is uh, sort of a similar problem I had with Kung Pao. <laughs> Right? Yeah, that that's called? what it's called, yes. Um, Enter the fist. It's just random humor. Which yeah. I guess, again, 2009. So I guess we were right in the middle of I am a potato level of humor. This uh-huh. was like right as YouTube was kicking off. It, it, right for, around. For me, anyway. For, yeah. for me, like when people what started were you doing. watching? Man, I was watching Minecraft videos. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> people, okay. is Minecraft that old? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, cool. Hey, where does this movie take place? Uh, it's, Is it Alaska? I saw a map of Alaska on the wall. No, no, no. It was Colorado or somewhere around there because it was... It was I don't know. I believe it was Colorado. I saw a map of Alaska on the wall and I was like, okay, this explains a lot. Which means, like, so in, maybe that's just how things are I done think, in Alaska. I think they moved because... In the scene where he gets on, or when he is introduced to uh, the other female character as uh-huh. the co-op teacher is talking, he said that, oh, she's also new to the uh, homeschool co-op. So I think he might have like, moved here or so. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I think they're, I think they might have been from Alaska. Mm-hmm. And then they moved to Colorado. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Hey, and uh, Jermaine Clement is in the movie. It has a pretty... Pretty, pretty beefy cast. Yeah. I mean, big names. some people that you know, a lot of people that kind of make sense to be in the movie. I sure. think I think probably Sam Rockwell is Sam Rockwell is the uh hmm. I'll put this. He's the hmm. I describe him as in the movie. <laughs> yeah, there you go. He's there. And uh let's just say he had a lot of fun with it. Sure. He had a lot of fun with it. Sure, 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 sure. Um, but he's got his he's got his roles. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he would do this today. He's a an Academy Award winning actor now, I believe, right? Yeah, he won For last year. Three billboards. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Oh, I love that movie. Mm, three billboards. And uh, <laughs> this, this was his passion project. <laughs> this we'll was just... his passion project. Yeah. <laughs> one for one for me, one for them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yes, um, and I—he I, was a real treat. And it also has uh, Nacho Libre's sidekick in oh, this movie as well. Boy, Lonnie Donahoe. Wow. Okay, so I have a theory about Jared Hess's directing style, and that is always one take, first take, one take, 
never another take. Oh yeah. I tried Googling to see if that was a, a thing. I didn't find anything on that, but I was like, none of this, there's even like mess ups in lines and stuff where they, like the actors are so used to like redoing it. So they just like do it again right away. <laughs> like there's a couple of those. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> Dude, like, uh, you know, you can call cut and do another, sh- another, another, I, kinda, uh, I honestly kind of like it though. <laughs> there was a couple, like just awkward stuff bumping into things. And th- it's definitely gotta be like, all right. I think he either that, or he's looking through the footage going, all right, I'm going to take the worst take. What's really noted, one of my favorite scenes is such a minute detail, but it's when um, Tabitha and, um, I forgot the Nacho Libre's character, uh, Donnie. Donnie. I yeah. say Florence. Tabitha and Donnie are in no, the Lonnie. mall. Lonnie. <clears throat> thank you. And they walk right. up and they walk up to uh, the main character mm-hmm. and her yeah her, her plate yeah her exactly. plate like brushes against the in, the, a, in the typical pole. filmmaking you'd be like <laughs> all right let's do that again let's, let's nah. but it adds a sense of like <laughs> realism it's so weird it doesn't but it, I think it adds a sense of breaking the fourth wall but it's also like so homeschool I don't know there's something <laughs> about this that feel like I could make this movie and it's, it's like, so accurate it's like you got a bunch of homeschoolers on a bus you took them out to Cletus se- seminar and you said let's write a comedy movie that's so funny <laughs> and uh, and this is what you get what do you guys think of the overall plot I like bits and pieces of it so I really liked some of the uh, 60s sci-fi aesthetic. Yeah. Um, it kind of it got me excited for the potential of the Tarantino Star Trek movie, because I feel like Interesting. He, could, he could possibly do something sort of like that. But he could learn a thing or two. Maybe, yeah, maybe hey, different. Tarantino, we know you're listening. Yeah, Tarantino, uh, take a note. You got to... You got to... Like do things differently. Play a clip. <laughs> All right. So uh, a clip. Here's a clip of uh, just kind of the the humor you can enjoy uh, in the movie. Dusty, your new guardian angel. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh my word! It honestly gets funnier every right. time. <laughs> That's alright. Maybe I have some paper towel. Maybe I have some paper towel. What the heck? Hey. <laughs> Maybe I have some paper towel. It's a Midwest. She doesn't. It's a Midwestern thing. <laughs> anyway, you, know like, you say if it's a it's a Midwestern or a homeschool or something thing. How, all right, I'm not defending anymore. It's you know whatever. <laughs> it's a. That's like uh, I liked Goodfellas, but there's just so much killing in it. It's an Italian thing. <sighs> I will Your say new this, the guardian angel—that's uh... <laughs> what you're doing to my uh, defense on that. So, I will say this: this movie um, didn't have like a huge budget. Well, it did, and it didn't gain it back. But what I was going to say is, it doesn't have a huge, like, heartfelt story as Napoleon Dynamite had. You know how it's based on friendship. Yeah, and stuff like that. Whereas this I couldn't. One, s- what what was the love interest's name? 
Tabitha. Well, yeah. I, I didn't like her. I didn't know if we were supposed to like her. Yeah, I didn't like her at, at all. For the whole movie. Except for maybe the end when the movie kind of tells us we're supposed to like her. So this is the grossest movie I've ever seen. Oh, yeah? I've never said that before. No. In this episode. First time I'm hearing of it. <laughs> and uh, when she kisses his barf, <sighs> I was like felt that Ew. give me some of that is that what you were saying thinking no yeah <laughs> i was thinking the exact i mean i heard you opposite. say something yeah the opposite mm-hmm. uh, so i talked about how he uh kind of has his foot in two different worlds sort of the wes anderson sort of adam sandler yeah um and i think i i don't want to play show my hand too soon because we might do this in a future rep but um he did masterminds right yeah and i thought he did it better in that I thought that oh, answer had that too, and I really enjoyed Masterminds. Oh, did I, you? I've I, never yeah. seen it. I did too. Yeah. Did you like Masterminds better than this? Uh, yes. Okay. So there were a couple of things that are pretty confusing to me too, like the time period. The whole the for the first fifteen minutes, I legitimately did not know mm-hmm. if this was supposed to be. Well, it, Napoleon Dynamite does the same thing. It doesn't really. You can't really tell what the true. time period is. I that's sort of. Um, Jared Hat, yeah. I almost called him Jeff Anderson. <laughs> I, I'm, I made that joke too many times. Now I can't get out of it. You're getting caught in your own loop. Um, I think that's just kind of his thing. I think it, I, and I, I agree because it didn't matter to me too much, except it, it leaned in it. So, like, so in Napoleon Dynamite, what it felt like to me was this is a small town that's stuck in the 80s. Sure. It didn't feel like an alternate universe like this one does. <laughs> this okay. one's like, like, uh, you know, it was so, in, so heavily invested into eighties, but not in like a quirky way. More of like, uh, this is just real life. That's why I was like, maybe this is Alaska where it's like, makes more sense. You can't keep using that excuse of it being in Alaska, <laughs> but maybe it is uh-huh. just a random note I made. But whenever someone mentions hot water bottles, it makes me think of team impact. <laughs> Does anyone remember what Team Impact is? I don't know what that is. Kyle? No. It's this like um, group of bodybuilders who go to churches. Um, oh, okay. Like, yes. They like break Squeeze big... hot water bottles. Well, hot water bottles, they would like blow it up like a balloon until it popped. Oh, really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. They, and apparently it's like... So they they did a lot book. of things. That, yeah, rip a phone book. Um break big blocks of ice but apparently the hot water bottle was the most dangerous one because when it explodes like it could take your eye out basically oh wow so they had to wear goggles wow that sounds dangerous yeah team impact okay so the movie uh has kind of a continual flashback or flash to um kind of explaining this story which our protagonist calls the 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 yeast lords yeast lords the bronco years the bronco years and uh i don't know what the other what the other version is called but uh that's and balls yeah there you go that uh (laughs) that uh and so we're cutting back and forth between kind of this uh collinear story Mm-hmm. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah, so, I liked it at first. It kind of uh, graded on me a little bit towards the end. So yeah. our the, protagonist Benjamin created this book, and he created it a certain way, kind of in the uh, 
in the representation of his father. Mm-hmm. But as we come to find out, the villain, Jane, de- Jane, uh, Jermaine Clement's character, he steals the book and creates it as his own and pretty much manipulates, uh, changes the story into what he thinks is the right way. And so we mm. see clips of the two different versions yeah. throughout the movie. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, the first time we hear... I don't even know what to call it, but... Cyclops there. Cyclops there. Cyclops there. That is uh, Academy Award winning actor. Um, Passion Project. Passion Project. And uh, that was pretty funny. I thought that was kind of funny. Especially towards the end. I think it's the end of this clip where he's just kind of jumping around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. Like, it's very obvious he's hooked up to a, a, a rig test. and stuff. Let's give a little test. Now this this version of uh, Bruda or Bronco is Jermaine Clement's uh, character's version of this. Yeah, Um, and so (laughs) very quirky, very very quirky, almost too quirky, (laughs) especially in those scenes. Uh, It's quirky, but not. It doesn't own the quirkiness. It's like um, it's like quirky, but none of it's pulled back. It's like all, I don't even know how to describe that. You see, like, there's a lot more subtlety in Napoleon Dynamite. There's not not much subtlety in this. Other than the fact that, like, the a lot of the characters are pretty subdued. You know what I mean? Like, they're they're pretty... Kind of deadpan. Yeah. I think the mom is pretty great. What's her, what's her name? It is uh, Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's great. Mm. Um, she's a good actress. I mean, she always kind of plays these. Yeah. Really strange characters and stuff she's like that. Good at it though, yeah. she was enjoyable. I liked her in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I think she was probably the. I actually, even, I mean, what did you guys think? Of, like Jermaine Clement. In this I enjoy. Movie? I always enjoy him. I, it might just be him as an actor that I enjoy. But yeah. So I sort of uh, undersold the plot a little bit. I did enjoy the idea of like a big time novelist um, stealing an idea from a kid, and then the kid sort of a. Uh, getting accused of copying him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, although that didn't really um, come into fruition or pay off until right towards the very end a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. But it was still an interesting idea. I liked it. And, yeah, Jabane Clint was a lot of fun. Yeah. Clement. Clement. What did I just call <laughs> yeah. him? Yeah, but that. I, <laughs> have you guys seen Eagle versus Shark? I have, but I don't remember oh. it. It feels very much like this. Yeah, it well, feels, that was a. It feels like a Jared Hess. Taika Waititi or whatever. But, mm-hmm. Who I I really like him. I've all, I mean, granted, I've only seen, I think, three of his movies, but I've enjoyed every single one. Have you watched Boy yet? No. Oh, you need to watch Boy. Yeah. That, it looked really good. That's have my you favorite seen of his. Thor Ragnarok yet? Thor. Oh, wait. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. It happened. No. And it was his fault. <laughs> Dang Kyle. you. What? Dang you. All right. Um, I, a couple things I don't like <laughs> that I can share. Hey, there's only a couple, so that's okay. All right. Number one, I did not like the movie. Lonnie no. <laughs> at all. No. Lonnie? Lonnie, oh. come on. Seriously, like, what's the note there? Just, like, make sure your mouth is as, like, far back as pop. <laughs> like, nope, further. Further back, it's like uh, it's like you're not stretching your mouth out enough. Further and, and like, what is he? <laughs> like, what is he? He's a movie she. producer. <laughs> okay. That's what I just figured. 
I thought the I thought the what we saw of his actual film was pretty funny because it was yeah it was pretty uh, accurate to I mean it's exactly what that would look like oh yeah let me get this right too these people make this it's two thousand nine they make this movie with this twenty year old camera uh, it's super no budget indie and the media shows up. To like, it's a small town. <laughs> They're what else are they going to do? Oh, good lord! <laughs> I'm under attack. Um, no, and um, I thought there were. I thought a uh, first act was actually pretty good too, especially when we first meet Jermaine Clement and he's like explaining to the kids how to change their names and stuff like that. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. So let really me ask this: Who's on the other line of that phone? Is that Robert De Niro? On the other line of the phone, I I didn't. Uh, it sounds like it was Robert De Niro. I didn't look into it. I don't think so. What's the character or what's his manager's name? I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know. I was just curious. It sounded like him on the other line. I was like, they got yeah, De Niro. I did. They they at least got him on the phone. I guess we can say that. <laughs> that makes sense. Um. And so. Anyway, so um. What what <laughs> scene was that from? I don't remember that scene. He's he. All right. So the. <laughs> This brings me to another point. There's two moments where he's, uh, and I guess this is just something that maybe Jared Hess thought was really funny, but there's two moments where Jermaine Clement is talking on the phone and neither time is he using his Bluetooth. That that <laughs> cracks me up every time I watch this movie. He's like, he never uses his Bluetooth. Never uses his Bluetooth. I don't Bluetooth. think he ever uses it. He always uses a landline. <laughs> well, that's real. That The cell phones are really the only way Really, the only way you'd know that this was modern day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's. I think a lot of uh, these movies are probably slightly autobiographical, so I think that's why all of them have sort of a throwback feel uh-huh. while still taking place in modern day. I think sure. it's supposed to be. Um, I also think that's also why it's sort of a do-it-yourself uh, approach. I think it's almost like a kid with the camcorder, as we saw in this movie, who was given a budget. Yeah. And in that sense I kind of enjoy it. Yeah. I think I think it works on some level. It's it's like one it of those things It works better with a Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, and it, and it's and it's a sometimes it works better with almost like a a zero budget, which I know this has barely any. But some sometimes you have to I don't know when you have like nameless actors, which you know uh he continued to work with uh, a lot of these actors in future, especially uh um uh, Sam Rockwell and Jermaine Clement, I think they may have done some other films afterwards, but um, so I mean, he's got good relationships with these people, but um, I guess I don't know. It's like it's like it had a, a bigger budget than uh, than like what to show for it. You know, I mean, I don't know. I like the whole subplot of them doing the the movie themselves. It just felt very much like how I grew up in the movies I made. It was so mm-hmm. like we thought they were amazing but they were so terrible <laughs> yeah that hey, reminded I, me oh go ahead i was just saying i used to make star trek fan films i that's need to perfect. see these i'll see if i can find one yes. that's so good i mean yeah that's that's like a, an incredible thing like it, to to go back and to make movies like you're right because that that i think is a i think that aspect was so underplayed that would have been a really funny thing for that to be the majority of the movie and you don't see that a whole lot in in films and stuff that portray kind of that group. Did you see um, like. Be Kind Rewind? Uh no, I have That's not. a Michelle Gondry. I mean, uh is that his name? Yeah. Um uh film. 
which I don't think it's great. I think it's okay, but it's Jack Black and uh, most stuff. Yeah, that's right. And uh, basically, they have to go and recreate all these movies that they accidentally erased oh. <laughs> to keep the to keep That's the incredible. to keep the thing in business. I think that was like right, maybe a little bit before Gentleman Broncos, but there's a lot of nostalgia in yeah. that too. I think you would like it. I yeah, think you I'd give it a so. shot. Definitely. Nice. I'm going Definitely, to, you'd it's like gonna that. It's going to be a future. <laughs> well, I mean, and it's. I think it's an enjoyable. I haven't seen it since it came out. I saw it in, in theaters, and I was a little bummed because I had high, high expectations yeah, for me it. Too. I watched it last year again. Yeah, and it was the follow up to Eternal Sunshine, yeah, which I think is one of the oh, best films ever made. Yeah. So, so yeah, and there are, there's some really cool visual stuff in it. Sure, as you would expect from him. Super low I, budget. Super super. Uh, it's like you know they had to make this. The, yeah. the, it's not a lot of CG. It's like yeah. no CG. I don't. Yeah. Um. I guess my really only issue with it was that it just it didn't work as a comedy too well. Uh-uh. But it was still a very incredibly well done movie. I thought so. Yeah. yeah. Give it a shot. I think I have it. If you want to borrow it. Heck yeah. Not guilty. Ooh. Um. We'll see. <laughs> we we got. I think Be Kind Rewind would be a good a good future app though for yeah. sure. All right, the Ben character I was not a fan of until it got into the third act. I liked the growth of his character. I mean, because he's so deadpan that he was like yeah. kind of super unlikable at first. Um, you know, just being walked all over and stuff like that, and just everybody treating him like garbage and stuff. But when he uh, retaliates <laughs> and gets in jail and all, I thought that was pretty good. Like yeah. I thought. That was pretty charming. Like, you know, by the end of it, he's, uh, you know, he's kind of come full circle. Yeah. And, like, when, when his mom gives him the present, like, with all the the um, books, basically. That was a really cool reveal. Yeah. I, I actually didn't see it coming. And I was, when, when I saw it, I was like, oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. The corn car. The... <laughs> That get, that bit I think worked pretty well too. Yeah. The popcorn ball, yeah. and she's it they just introduced tasty. it so late. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it, it's a bit that should have been there from the beginning. I think <laughs> she's a she's plagued by too many, too I, many, too I many don't know quirks. If it should have been though because I think it would have gotten old. Well, I mean, I think they could have like spaced it out or something like that. I but mean, it would it would have been funny, like because <laughs> she's like, never mind. It, it, that's another gross thing. Her her her. her Turning it into cereal. Uh, anyway. You don't... What? No, that's nasty. Oh, it sounded oh. like corn pops. <laughs> Eating popcorn with milk? No, thank you. Do you not like pops? Well, cereal? that's not popcorn. It kind of is the same. Well, you Close. know what? It's the same. All right. Have you guys ever settled. had popcorn-flavored ice cream? No. No. It's really good. Well, you, you know what? You seem really excited about it. Is it guilty or not guilty? Oh, hardcore not guilty. All right. I can, I, I can eat it right now. Don't have to wait five years. And is it going to sound like this? This is, what it, this is Chris eating popcorn-flavored ice cream. <laughs> Do you know... I, so this is one of... I quote this movie kind of a weird amount, especially like those weird scenes. Like, ooh, like I'll if someone's trying to show me something really cool, I'll reference that. And it's because no one knows this movie, and so that's what makes it five times funnier. You're like, we're like, you need to see bleak, 
Bleak Line. <laughs> oh my gosh. You need to see Be Kind Be Kind Rewind and 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 you're over there going <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right, verdicts. <laughs> you got anything else? It's not Alaska, by the way. It's Utah. Utah, that's because they're from Utah. The, I know, and that's but the whole time I'm thinking Alaska because I see a map of Alaska on the freaking wall. Hey, just because you have a map of Alaska doesn't mean you live listen, there. Listen, exactly. Listen, as a homeschooler, you have maps that are on. We did as growing up. We had maps of Alaska and stuff. Just on like the chilling. Yeah. Just, just the, hey, you know what, you kids? Let's learn about Alaska. And uh, I mean, well, I guess it's more like. Hey, me, I'm going to go learn about Alaska. There it is. Um, so, <laughs> verdicts? <laughs> but it is Utah, and that's why I was like, why is, the, why is the bookstore called Utah Books or whatever it was called? <laughs> I was like, that was weird. <laughs> Utah. I mean, Kyle, go ahead and go, go first and, uh, and let your voice be heard. All right, rewatching this film, every time I rewatch it, there's a part of me that cringes. I've, as I've mentioned before, but then a part of me, it's like, ah, there's just something about this film that I really love. Mm-hmm. I still think it's not guilty. <laughs> I there's There are the redemptive moments in it that make this movie worth it, mm-hmm. I think. The ending, when he realizes he has all the books published, mm-hmm. and so he could kind of fight back and stuff. I, I just love that. Oh. So, yeah, not guilty. Not guilty. Um, all right, Chris, you want to go? Sure. All right. So, um, this movie feels like if you had, uh, you know, p- pizza and chocolate chip cookies and what's the third thing? Spaghetti. Spaghetti's good. And you put them all together. It's like, it's kind of, it's really gross when you put it all together, but it has a lot of great ingredients. So, this movie uh, has a lot of things I really liked about it. Um, the cutscenes, the uh, like the sixty, like the sci-fi scenes, mm-hmm. uh, they okay, they got old, but I thought it was really cool, and I think a full movie of that would have been really cool too. And I also thought a lot of like a lot of the humor did work. It's just some of the gross-out humor I think went a little overboard. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of things that I liked put together into something I didn't really like. So <laughs> I regretfully give it a light guilty. Like guilty, which is still five years though. So <clears throat> five I mean, don't, years. Yeah, don't no, read into I know, it. I know. <sighs> a sentence is a sentence. Oh boy, a sentence is a sentence. Is that a cry? It's almost like a cry. Boo hoo! That's what I'm going to do after I hear your comment. <laughs> I hated it so much. <laughs> Did you really? Yes. Dang it! I hate it so much. Um, I'm trying so hard to... But you liked Kung Pao, so riddle me that. (laughs) Riddle me that. Exactly. That is such a valid point. This is your Kung Pao. It is. It's your Kung Pao. I will say I like this better than Kung Pao. Hey, yeah! (laughs) Where's your Kung Pao, Chris? (laughs) Batman Batman versus Superman. (laughs) Hey. That's so funny. Uh, Mine's Captain Marvel. <laughs> there it is. Uh, yeah, I hated so much of it. I I, uh, I never want to see it again. And it is 
brutal in some in some some regards. But it's worth it. <laughs> it's not. It's not worth it. <laughs> but it's worth it. No, it's not. I will say it definitely has a plot. Kung Pao has no redeem. If you don't like the comedy of Kung Pao, nothing redeemable about it. This, mm, I mean, you could be like, oh, that's a nice, you know, wrap up or whatever. But uh, the gross out humor I don't doesn't land. I don't like, I just don't like the world that is built around the movie too. Like, I don't like the... I don't like the the setting and how everybody is. It's like Napoleon Dynamite. So what it's, you're, it's so similar to Napoleon Dynamite, which I don't really love either. You hate homeschoolers. Exactly. Okay. Thank it. you. <laughs> Thank you for putting it in words I can agree with. Um but yeah, so um a a pretty a pretty emphatic guilty Dang from it. me. But uh but I appreciate you bringing the movie. <laughs> I really do. This was a great choice for the podcast. It was. It really was. I I just think it's one of those movies as somewhat people just need to watch it once to to realize how weird it is. I will say, if you are a massive fan of Napoleon Dynamite, I think you should check this out. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. All right. You know what? If you like this, if you like, check check it out. If you like. If that gets a laugh out of you, if go you for it. like Napoleon hey, Dynamite, I've laughed every time you played it. So you know what? <laughs> oh, stop. Well, that's the Not Guilty podcast. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Alex. This has been regretfully Kyle, <laughs> and this has been Chris. And Kyle, you know what? We're still gonna be friends. Yay! No matter what. Even though you bring the sucky movie. Hey! <laughs> but that's what this you show's brought, for. You brought Kung Pao! <laughs> you can always say that. And you know what? You can always count on me to bring the Kung Pao. And you can always count on me to bring the Gentleman Broncos. Except for 10 years from now where... You know what? We'll get together in 10 years and have a movie marathon yes. watching Kung Pao and this. I'll be 45. <laughs> oh boy. You win so- There's more fish in the sea, Kyle. And holy crap, surveillance does. <laughs> All right. So we'll catch you on the next episode of the Not Guilty Podcast. Bye. See you. Oh, my word. Maybe I have some paper towel.